I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. Hello, today we're going to discuss uh, kind of a little twist for me is hope. And hope is being restored. Um, it's kind of coming from different angles and uh, some of it is going to be more spiritual, I think. But uh, a, a lot of it is actual events that are taking place. And it just feel, you could just feel it like there's a, a tide turning. It, it seems that what has been happening over the last couple of years has been so dark and taken us down such a dark tunnel that I think a lot of us um, just kind of lost that hope and just started to realize, man, we're in deep trouble. Um, I'm pretty guilty about that aspect because, you know, once I think it was the fall of 2019 when the banking system started collapsing. I knew, I saw right there that this is it. Like, this is the end game. And we were bailing out the banks at tune of hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars. And then conveniently, that total sham came about called a virus, COVID-19. When that happened, I knew we were in trouble. Not just by my dreams, but the dreams of my wife and other people that we knew who were kind of in tune Something really dark shifted in the world. And this goes to the core of what you hear a lot about now, the term Great Reset. And all the Great Reset is really is a one world order government, one world body, eventually one world currency, and it was all going to be controlled. We were going to be a slave state. And I say were because I'm not convinced they win. And when I say, you know, hope has returned, I actually can see, I can feel it and I can see it. Things are taking place. I'm going to go over a few things today that are very interesting uh, regarding the interest rates, what's going on with Russia, uh, China, and uh, those in that region. But you can see the shift taking place. This truly is about the, the global um, elites, I'd call them the power elites. Um, a very vast majority of them are, are satanic. They're very dark. They're very evil. Um, they're very sick. The, uh, these are the type of people right now, bluntly, you're seeing them um, go after indoctrinating, deeply, deeply indoctrinating, sexually perverting our children. These are sick. These are mentally ill people. These are a lot of them are they seem consciously um, intelligent, but they are are subconsciously just loaded up with the dark side. And so we're we're in this battle. And for so long, I think many of us just kind of went along with it because, you know, we inherently trust people. We inherently, you know, trust our government, which I'm not exactly sure why, but I do see that. You know, we inherently trusted our doctors. We trusted our nurses. We we trusted what we would call uh, the elite or the intellectual or the educated. Let's say like the scientists at the CDC or 
those that run the FDA, I mean, we trusted them. We, we believed when they said, you know, here's something, here's some solutions to things. And then all of a sudden, it's as if we had to be shown the dark side. We had to be shown the deception, the evil, the corruption, the perversion. It seems like so many people, their heads were so buried in the sand of not wanting to see it. I can tell because even my message doesn't always get received well because I think it was always too truthful. And, you know, dealing with a lot of truth, I think a lot of people got to the point where they're tired. They're burned out. They know. They see. They We can feel, see. It's impacting us financially. Financially, we're being just, just train wrecked right now. Tremendous amount of inflation. Food costs. The um, organized, and I'm saying this is my opinion, organized destruction of the food supply. Organized destruction of travel. This is global. It's not just in the United States where uh, food manufacturing facilities are being destroyed. Weird that avian flu came into the bird population. Totally man-made, in my opinion. They're coming after it, but it wasn't just the U.S. This is happening in Europe and around the world. And it's also within the supply chain. And then you have, you know, Sloppy Joe up there talking about calling it the Putin tax because of inflation and energy. He's so full of himself. They are so full of crap. They lie so much. It's embarrassing. Unfortunately, we're in the 21st century, Joe, and we are intelligent people. We are actually exposed to knowledge and wisdom. We do have information, albeit most of it is censored. But if you go into Rumble and you, you really seek out the right people, you will be told the truth. This stuff was coordinated. I really believe, in my opinion, we know it's a biological weapon. We know it was in from a laboratory. We know they were doing gain of function. We have the documents. It's not a lie. What bothers me is there's not enough people in leadership to stand up against it, but I think they're doing CYA for their own future and finances. I don't think they really have enough courage to stand up. But this is where the hope shifts. I saw it as a dark time in this nation. Heck, even the, the program here, Rig, talks about it in the intro about the dark wave hitting this nation. I don't believe it's going to be blue sky going forward. I do think that in order to take down the power elite structure globally, to take down these technocrats, Satanists, pedophiles, sickos, you're going, it's a battle. This is war. This is a spiritual war. This is a, a battle of idea, but it's about waking up the masses and then, then putting it to work. I mean, look at what they're doing in Canada. Look at how they're just raping their people's freedoms mandatory nine months every day you got every nine months you have to take this experimental genetic shot going into bank accounts and just taking money arbitrarily freezing free speech completely confiscating guns i mean the canadians are complete lunatic in the in the government right now which by the way i think he's going down too I think you're going to start to see more resignations than just boris johnson prime minister of england i think that's just the beginning I think you're going to see Trudeau go down. I think Macron's going down. 
I think so many other people are going down. I think the good, the wave, the power of God and the, the intelligence and the wisdom and understanding of patriots and people that know what's happening, I just think there's an empowerment taking place. This stuff was done on purpose. I don't know if that virus was leaked out of the laboratory or it just happened to get out. I personally believe it was done on purpose. And the only reason I say that is China and they could be in on it. You remember, they're commies and communists. You know, at the end of the day, the global world order is a global communism type of order. It is a a fourth Reich, you could say. How you know that it was suspicious was when it supposedly came, and we knew it came out of Wuhan where the, you know, um, level four laboratory was. And as the virus was spreading, they locked down Wuhan. They wouldn't let anybody leave Wuhan and go anywhere in China. And they wouldn't let, you know, people come in at that point. But they were allowing people to fly out of Wuhan to these other cities around the world as if to spread the virus. In, 20, in 2015, uh, there was discussions and audio leaks of Chinese military uh, discussing ways to take down the West. And one of the uh, strategies was to have a pandemic and then be able to destroy the Western economy by shutting down the economy, hence lockdowns for one to two years. By shutting down the economy, they, they could win a war without actually firing a bullet. How convenient. And then Shanghai gets shut down with only a handful of cases of a virus that's a basic standard flu virus. I don't buy that. I believe it's uh, these shutdowns in China uh, recently were to um, hamper the supply chain further, to cause the shelves to be empty, to cause the components to be short supply. I think it was just another way to put a blow to the Western economy. And they found that that really wasn't working as well. And so conveniently, you just study history. Lenin did it to his own people. If you can starve people, you can kill millions in starvation, but force them to their knees. They beg for a solution. And I'm telling you, as, as much as I'm speaking into this microphone right now, this food crisis is orchestrated. All that sloppy Joe keeps saying as far as this being from Putin is a joke. Gas was up over 60 percent before Putin ever invaded it's because they canceled the oil leases. They, they canceled the, the pipelines out of Canada. They shut down refineries. They didn't allow refineries to expand or build. This is an orchestrated, organized destruction of our fossil fuel system. Old Sloppy Joe even said it on his campaign trail. He made it clear he was going to do it, and that's exactly what he's doing. That's why we have $6 diesel right now and going higher. Diesel isn't just for, you know, my F-350 truck. It is for the farmers, the construction workers, the rails, you name it. Diesel is needed everywhere for the ships, for the forklifts. Diesel's paramount. So if all of those elements of production and our supply chain have 200% increase in cost, of course, we're going to see inflation. And then, of course, they came in and did the $1.9 trillion Green Deal stimulus, total money laundering, chaotic mess, putting $1.9 trillion into the system, 
with this action against fuel, and now I say sub-covert action against our, our food chain, you start to see where they're going. They're bringing the world to their knees. And now you're seeing it even happen in the airline industry where there's delays in airlines all over the world. And they say, oh, it's labor. It's, they give you all these excuses. It's BS. It's not true. It's too organized. You can tell. They're making it sloppy on purpose. So we get into, um, well, what can we do? We need to solve the problem. Well, if you all submit to a vaccine passport, a digital ID, which they already have now that they're trying to pitch to the world. Oh, if you have your digital ID, you know, you can make your payments. You can get on your flight. Everything is super seamless, super clean. No, 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 no. That's slave state. That's what they're trying to bring us to. I believe this is totally organized in the airline industry as well. It's all too coincidental. And when you start really digging in, you start to see that this is how they're going to usher in the new world order, hence the Great Reset. So the two areas that go into real quick here is the, the one thing behind the, red, uh, the, the Fed's rate hike, the interest rate hike. It seems almost suicidal. I actually contend because, you know, it's impossible really to, to maintain these rates that they will be coming back down. But it is a short term punch in the gut on purpose. Every quarter point they raise the rates, it raised our interest payments on our debt by like 75 billion. At the current interest rate right now, we are paying roughly 800 billion in interest payments. Obviously, we don't have that money. But what's interesting is the Fed is doing this, and it seems as if it's on purpose because the regime in, in Washington, D.C. is using this interest rate policy in place of diplomacy, because I think this is the other factor here. I think this is our way to get back at China and get back at other parts of the world who are rebelling. And I'm going to get into that in the, the last part here with the BRICS, the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa alliance that now Saudi Arabia wants to be a part of. But by raising the rates at these extreme levels, and they're going to continue to raise them, by the way, they're, they're using kind of this rate policy as, as a way of getting back instead of actual political diplomacy. I believe this is why the Fed is acting in a way that would be increasingly at odds with the current state of the economy. Basically, the Fed has stopped actually responding to the economy itself with interest rate policy and is instead using it as a geopolitical battering ram. Basically, that means by raising these rates so aggressively, or at least talking about it, you're increasing the value of the dollar, which, by the way, is fake, folks. Don't think for a second that dollar's not crashing, too. Granted, the euro's collapsing first. They're, they are going into deep rationing. They are suffering over in Europe, and it's going to get worse. The way the currencies are that they're like a teeter-totter. So if one goes down, the other goes up. But believe me, that dollar is going down. So, you know, it's making the dollar strong in the short term, which has given us ability, by the way, in precious metals. I'd be buying your gold and silver now while it's cheap. This is a gift, but it's not going to last. I would go to CornerstoneAssetMetals.com and I would be looking into getting silver, no doubt about it. 
But by doing this, it's making the dollar a lot stronger, causing harm to the other currencies. Because remember, when Russia invaded Ukraine, because they were forced to, because of the neo-Nazis in Ukraine that our CIA put in there, they were not going to tolerate it if you know history and who invaded them last was the German Nazis and killed tens of millions of Russians. They weren't going to tolerate that. But that's another conversation, right? We've talked about that enough. We thought it was going to crush by doing sanctions. We thought it was going to crush the ruble. Well, the Russian currency, well, it had the opposite effect. It went the other direction, and the ruble is some of the strongest currency of the year. But that's a whole other element to it. Think about this. I think the biggest target was China. Because if you go after these interest rates like this, you got the Chinese um, housing market, kind of a precarious housing market issue. It appears to have broken already as the People Bank of China is now even easing now on the rate. And they're doing stimulus. But the problem with that is it requires that the Fed actually do it, raise the rates. Because if it really backtracks off of what it's saying, it won't work next time. So they're in trouble. So I think to some extent, they're, they're putting pressure on a lot of these foreign nations that deal with the dollar and a lot that deal in, in treasuries and, and the whole interest rate, global interest rate structure. And it's, it's going to backfire as well. And the reason I say hope, I'm going to get to it at the very end here, uh, because there's some things taking place. And it's not just the Georgia Guidestones blowing up, which is unbelievable. And for those that never did research the Georgia Guidestone, you really should look it up. It, it was a new world order set up. It, it was directly demonic. Um, it, it just wanted a population of 500 million, and it was utopic. And it just kind of conveniently blew up. I think God's going to be blowing up a lot more around this world as far as monuments go. I think there is a lot taking place here. But this is a battle. This is a very big battle, and I think the tide is starting to turn. You not only have this big thing going on with the interest rates, as they raise them, it's destroying us as well as these other nations. So now it's destroying our economy. Wait till you see the collapse that's coming to the stock market. Wait till you see the crash that's coming to the dollar. Now, I know this sounds doomsday, but that I have a feeling that the power elite will even go too far as to use a nuclear bomb before they lose power. But in the end, I believe we have victory. There is a, a polarization now in the world. The dollar was hegemony. The dollar was supreme. The dollar was the, the global reserve currency, and that is changing dramatically. BRICS are now forming their own reserve system. That's Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. By the way, that's almost two-thirds of the world's population. They're forming their own they're forming their own currency block. And guess who else wants in? Saudi Arabia. So as the BRICS start to form up and they start doing it, it takes away the unipolar world where the dollar was ruling, and it now puts it into a multipolar world. It's now, I know it sounds terrible because I'm actually cheering for the destruction of our dollar, uh, but folks, listen, we have a lot of really evil people running this country. These are sick, mentally ill, and perverted individuals. There is just no doubt about that. The policies they're pushing right now through health and human service and everywhere, it is sickening, just sickening child abuse. These people need to go to jail. 
But the point is we have a lot of evil and it needs to be taken out. And I think a lot of them are going to be taken out. I think there's going to be a rise of organized power in this nation from patriots. These are going to be special force individuals. These are going to be highly intelligent ex-military. Wait, Eric Grecian in Arizona. What a powerhouse ex-Navy uh, SEAL running for Senate. What a powerhouse. I mean, the set on that guy to, to his ad commercial. If you haven't seen it, you got to go see it with his rifle and he's blowing stuff up and he says, we're, we're taking this country back. And this time we have an army. I believe him. And then there's a gentleman, an African-American guy. I don't know. He's running in the South. Powerful, powerful commercial uh, campaign ad where he shows the KKK coming towards him. Cause you remember the KKK comes out of the Democrat party. And he said that why you need an AR 15 with 30 rounds is because when the KKK come knocking on your door from the Democrat party, you better have 30 rounds because there'll be a big group of them. I mean, that's exactly what happened back in the South, right? I mean, powerful, powerful video. That guy is a rock star. And I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. I, I would love to have said it, but there's a tie turning. Then the Georgia Guidestones blows up. Then we got Prime Minister Boris Johnson in England uh, uh, resigning. And I think that's just the beginning. Something is shifting God is showing up and this nation and this world is going to be saved. It is not time for the one world order, dark tyranny that they were attempting to do. Now, here's the the downside. I think it's going to get a lot uglier before we see the light, but have confidence that the light is right around the corner. We are this close, this close to turning this thing around. There is going to be a battle of battles for this election season. You know they're going to be stealing and going after those elections. They're going to try. You have rhinos and you have Democrats that are going to try to stop everything. And the rhinos are just as evil as a Democrat, like Liz Cheney and Katzenberger, all those psychopaths. So the thing is, it, is it's getting darker. Just have hope because there's, there's a shift taking place. This is not the time for America and the world to be enslaved. Not yet. God is going to come back and give us another chance, another round. We are going to put, there's going to be massive arrests taking place in this country. A lot of these evil people are going down. I won't be surprised to see the shock on Nancy Pelosi's face when she gets handcuffed. Wait until you see who goes down in this country. And you see the power and the majesty of the patriots who are going to take it back. These are we, the people. These are the small businessmen, the farmers, the military, ex-military, the good ones, not the woke ones. The garbage they're doing in the military right now is an embarrassment. And I'm an army war veteran. I can say that it's an embarrassment. I think our military is a joke right now. We need to get rid of the woke and get back to, to masculinity, get back to strength, get back to wisdom and strategy. I mean, here you have Russia with hypersonic missiles, and we don't. We don't even have propulsion systems to shoot the missiles down. We're working on it. Our missile system, hypersonic, is failing. They will beat us if we go to war. I know you in the military hate that kind of talk, right? But I can say it because I've been there. And I know you don't like it, but you know what? Right now, we are not behaving correctly as a nation. We are not this, this beacon, this light on a, on a hill. We are not 
the nation we were. We were a nation for God. We were a nation for Jesus Christ to, to spread the gospel to the world and, and be freedom and have values and have morality and have integrity. And we no longer are doing it. It's time to take the country back. It's going to take more than just a handful of brave people running for the Congress or the Senate. It's going to take brave people going for the school boards, going after the local, um, local governing bodies, the superintendents and the mayors, and going for the governors. I mean, heroes like Ron DeSantis, ex-Navy SEAL, in Florida. We need strength to step up, and it takes more than one. We need millions of us because, as Grecian said, we're coming back and we're coming with an army, and we have an army if we just get off the couch and start doing something locally and start having confidence that hope is regenerated. And you know in the Bible when it says hope, it actually translates as to expect So faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, Hebrews 11.1. It really means faith means to be persuaded. So I'm persuaded of what I read and what God says. I, Lord God, watch over my word to perform it. I am persuaded is the substance of things hoped for. Persuaded is the substance of things I expect Not hope, like, oh, I hope it happens. No, I expect it to. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I am persuaded in the substance of things I expect, and I can't see it coming because I'm expecting it because God is going to do it. But... He needs us to stand up. He needs us to pray. He needs us to have the confidence and loose the angels and have the strength to bind the enemy. Because whatever you bind on earth, you bind in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, you loose in heaven. And we bind the enemy on earth and we loose the blessings of heaven down to us now. And we loose the wisdom, the understanding, and the strength to stand. And I think if we do this, and we keep the pressure on, it's going to get ugly because war is never pretty. You should have been there during the Gulf War, being those guys who are, who are hitting it the first, um, the first level, especially the Marines. They're covered in crude oil. They, they live in crude oil. It was nasty. Nasty. Just have faith and get up and do it every single day. And watch what happens, because I believe the tide is turning, the pendulum is shifting, and we, the people, are rising. I would get your gold and silver. Wait till you see what's going to happen to the dollar. I'd go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com, get it done. Until next week. With record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. 
fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888-747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.